Welcome to the Chrissy Crash Podcast. I'm Chrissy Crash, a former smoker, drinker, fast food eater, unhappy bartender, transformed into a roller derby athlete, runner, and fitness coach. Each week, I'll bring you an insightful guest or lesson learned from my own perfectly imperfect life to help you uncover how to create more love, light, joy, and health in your everyday experience despite the chaos and challenges. I believe that life is a contact sport. Let the games begin. Do you want to elevate your game on the track in 12 weeks or less, guaranteed? Yeah, I said it. If I could help you get fitter, faster, stronger, and more confident on the track while having more joy, self-confidence, and love in your life outside the track in just 12 weeks, guaranteed, would you be interested? Well, click the link in the show notes to learn more. What's up, my friends? Chrissy Crash here with Original Sin. Welcome to another episode of the Chrissy Crash Podcast. We are so freaking excited today to be talking about what it takes to create a unified team because we are hot and heavy into tournament season, my friends. And if your team is not unified and they're all over the place, how are you going to win those championships? You know what I mean? What's up, Sin? <laughs> What's up, Chrissy? How are you? I'm good. I'm recovering from Clover Cup. How are you? <laughs> I'm freaking awesome. Hanging out with a puppy. Yay. That's all, that's all I got right now. I got puppy life. Went to spin today. Feeling like a feeling like a dog poop covered athlete today. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I tell if you, anybody, I'm really... Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, if anybody's listening to this podcast, they want a puppy, DM me. But also you have to come to Costa Rica to get them. Yep. You got to fly over to Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. Or just come to the retreat. Ooh, we do have one Ooh, spot yeah. left for the retreat. So you can come to the retreat. We sure do. DM us I'm if you s- want information. DM us. I'm so excited <laughs> for that freaking retreat, dude. Me too. Can't wait to see everybody. It's going to be so fun. I've been like game planning. I think that we're going to like, we're going to go on like this quad adventure to this beach up north and we're going to like go snorkeling. It's going to be magical. That sounds this amazing. Is, this has nothing to do with building a unified team. Well, it kind of does because uh, I feel like Crash Course. It kind of does, actually. Actually, Crash Course is an incredibly unified team. And I feel like actually all of our members are also part of our unified badass team. So actually, this has everything to do with it. Yeah, I can tie this in very well. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we are actually, you and I are actually a unified team. Right? Like yeah. I have mind. Yeah, we are a hive mind. Four oh, years man. strong now. Yes. Oh, but I got to say, Chrissy, I am so excited to talk about this topic of building a unified roller derby team, especially yeah. after our experience at Clover Cup this weekend, just really mm-hmm. feeling the fruition of this exact practice. Mm-hmm. It's it's phenomenal and magical. And I just, I want everyone to experience that with whatever team you're a part of. Yeah, yeah. And I think that there is some some sort of secret sauce stuff to it, right? Like you're not just necessarily going to like, oh, well, we want to be awesome together. So we're just going to like make that happen. Like you do have to really intentionally put effort into it. So Sin and I have each come up with our top three ways to build a unified team. I love a good top yep. three list. <laughs> yes, me too. I love, I love key points. Leaders out there have key points. They're easier for your team members to remember. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to go first? You want me to go? I go. You want to go? 
you go. You want to go. <laughs> I'll go. Okay. So my first one was setting clear goals and vision. At the beginning of the, the year, I think it's very, very important to sit down with your team and ask them, what do they want? Because if the team has differing goals, it makes it very hard. I used to play for a flat track team where some of the people wanted the team to go WFTDA and some of the people were just there to show up and roller skate around in a circle. And it left everyone really frustrated because half of the skaters were working really, really hard because they wanted to win games. And the other half were just kind of like stoked to be like showing up and, and skating around in circles. And so they started feeling bad because they felt like they were being pressured to do this comp competitive thing. And the other people felt like they were being held back because nobody was taking this seriously enough. And it ended up being a really frustrating situation. And, you know, comparing that to like, for example, when I was skating for Angel City and we were, you know, we sat down at the beginning of the season and we had a conversation. I remember Conan, who was like such an awesome coach. Conan, if you ever listen to this, you're fucking awesome. He was such a, a great leader because he sat down and he goes, what do you guys want this year? Like, are we all on the same page that champs is where we're going? And everybody, I have literally goosebumps, like everybody at that meeting was like, we are in, this is what we want. We're willing to put in the work. We're willing to dedicate our lives to this for the next year. And it, it created the buy-in that when practices were hard, when people were tired, like it was like, dude, look, all roads lead to champs. And it allowed us to all elevate our play. And so I think that having those clear goals and that clear vision from the get-go allows everyone to like see the same path forward mm -hmm. which i can imagine Absolutely. is what you guys have been doing right now <laughs> yes having that team vision having that team goal of where we want to be and and what kind of team we want to be is is such a huge deal I've been a part of five different leagues now and, and every league sort of has a defining style that's been a little bit different from the last. And something I noticed when I transferred into Red Stick almost immediately was that the style and culture of this team was we want to be fast, we want to be strong, and we want to be smart. And so every step along the way in training has been to elevate these concepts as a team, as a group. And I have now seen people come in from other leagues and people come up from our league and age into things. And we have always sat down at the beginning of every season and done exactly what you described. Mm -hmm. Talk about our goals and our expectations for each other and for ourselves. Yeah. It's so, it's so key because a disjointed team, like there's just no way. And it, it just, it sucks all the fun out of it because you can, you can work really hard and have fun at the same time. Like those two things don't have to be mutually exclusive, but it's, it's hard to have fun and work hard. If half of the people are like, well, I don't really want to work hard. Cause it just like, it just creates all this disjointedness. So yeah, a hundred percent. My second one was encouraging positive attitudes. I am a firm believer that if you are going to really unify a team, it means humbling oneself to the vision of the team in a way that you are willing to put in the work and have the growth mindset to show up even when it's hard, to ask questions when you don't understand, to take feedback. Because when we come in and someone feels like they deserve something, 
it makes it very, very hard to unify a team. If someone comes in and they expect everyone around them to be perfect, it's very hard to unify a team. But if everyone can come in and be willing to give each other a high fives, be willing to provide feedback and listen to and humbly accept feedback, it creates a space that's in- encouraging and like fostering growth for everyone so that people can move forward. And so I just think such a huge piece of it is is being willing to show up and have a good attitude and have fun, but also being willing to inside of that, being able to, you know, take feedback and and grow. Yep. That was my first point, especially, which was how to give and receive feedback, learning how to give and receive feedback. Because again, we've got all of these different personalities coming in and we're trying to unify ourselves and all be on the same page. How do we do that? Learning a a streamlined, consistent process for giving and receiving feedback. When you have a question or a confusion, when you are struggling with someone, something, who do you talk to? Where do you go? And then really, really learning how to build our friends up and also hold them to a higher standard of excellence. We do a lot of affirmations for each other. In fact, at the end of every practice, we sit down in a circle and we give something called alligators, which are, it's one thing you are so proud of that your friend did. In oh, that I love that. Yeah, we used to give away a trophy. Like at the end, we would like, we would say like nice things about the other people and like give away these trophies. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's learning how to receive feedback from others and, and allow yourself to grow with it instead of resisting it and shutting down. But it's also learning how to give it. I like the compliment sandwich, mm-hmm. showing that you see your friend or your player, if you are a leader in that training capacity, showing them that you see their growth and their progress and then giving them something else to further grow on. Never just leaving them with the, oh, I've got so much I need to do and not also recognizing what they're already doing. Exactly. Awesome. Yes, absolutely. I freaking love the compliment sandwich. I think it is like one of the most important tools that any human being can have like in their entire life because it works with children. It works with relationships. It works at at school. It works at work. It works in roller derby. Like being able to powerfully give feedback to people in a way that makes them feel good is like such an important skill to have. And it's, I I do think it's a difference between like making and breaking a team, right? Because it builds trust when we can, when we can positively communicate, it builds trust. And speaking of building trust, that brings me to point number three, which is creating team cohesion through things outside of roller derby. I think that very much so the team that really gels is a team that knows each other, not just as skaters on the track who show up at practice every day, but who actually like know the ins and out of each other's lives, like go and do fun things together, you know, like have a beach day, make dinners together because it's the conversations and the things that happen off the track that allow us in some capacity, one, I think to build the trust on the track, but then two, to, to create like enough like caring 
that you want to actually communicate and like give a shit about these people beyond just like, oh, you fucked that thing up on the track. Like you're less likely to say that to someone that you actually like really care about and like and spend time with versus this person that you just expect to be a roller derby robot and perform for you every time (laughs) they get on the track, right? Yes, because we're not robots. We're people and, and we're building, these are relationships and these people may not all be our, our best friends in the whole world, but right. th- these are still relationships that we have and cultivating those relationships outside of these very specific spaces, like your practice space and your game space. It allows us to also cultivate that space into a place where we can lean on each other, where we can mm-hmm. make mistakes and know that we're not going to be villainized for it. Mm-hmm. So that if something happens in a jam, we are coming back to the bench and getting support instead of ostracized because we messed up. Right. Yeah. We're not freaking machines. We have to like love and snuggle each other. Yeah. It's so important. It's so important. And, and, and then not to say that you have to be best friends with, you're not going to be with no. best friends with everyone on your team. Like you're just not, that is too many humans and too many, too many different like ways of being and personalities. Like you're just not like, there are some people that I can think of that I have played roller derby with that were not, we were we weren't buddies off the track, but we skated really well together on the track, mm-hmm. right? And it was in in with some of those people. It is it's just like a working relationship. But yeah. the more time that we spend with each other outside the track, while they may not be your best friend, you just end up like caring more about them, and it, and it yes. just creates a more con- compassionate space to to kick all of the ass. Yeah, and that led into my second point as well, which was also kind of a another variation of communication Mm -hmm. the more we talk to each other in all of these different capacities whether it's giving and receiving feedback affirmation practice with each other bonding outside of practice the more we communicate the more we know each other the more we learn each other the more we're able to operate around each other we get audibly tuned to each other i don't know if you've ever Mm -hmm. been in an environment where you suddenly were against the people you normally play with but you're listening to them the whole time yeah it that's a part of communication is a part of training and it's how we unify our our team we learn how to listen as much as we learn how to talk exactly exactly awesome well this i think has been great hopefully other people think that it has (laughs) but yeah like hopefully this is helpful for you guys as you're listening to this you know if you are someone who is on a team or is leading a team you know, you don't have to be the leader of the team in order to unite the team. So if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I'm not the captain, so I don't really know how I can be involved in this. Like Sid and I were talking about, I was rare. I think I was a captain like one time and it was like (laughs) when I first started playing religion. But other than that, I was always like, I was always like a skater on the team because for me, I personally just wanted, I wanted to put my energy into that. Like I didn't think I was a very good leader, but inside of looking back on it, like inside of my team, I was a leader on my team, but not necessarily a captain. And so I would just want everyone who's listening to understand that like everything that we're talking about, just because you're not the captain, just because no, you're not the coach, it doesn't mean that you can't take this stuff on, right? Anyone can help cast vision. Anyone can, you know, emphasize, you know, positive attitudes. Anyone can help promote you know, camaraderie and community like within your team. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you guys got a ton out of this. If this is helpful, please uh, share this link with someone you know, comment in the comments, let us know what you got the most out of this. Because when you comment, when you rate these podcasts, 
it actually allows other roller derby athletes to find this stuff easier. So granted, that means that your opponents will probably get better, but you know, life is a contact sport <laughs> and you know, those who touch the most lives win. We all win by getting better every single day, right? Having yes, better we competition. Do. <laughs> Sin, thank you for taking the time. I freaking love you. Um, I'm so excited about doing these podcasts together and sharing your amazing genius with the planet because you know you've you've been doing such a good job you know inside of crash course and and leading so many of our clients towards their physical goals their mental goals all that stuff so i'm just excited to get to use this as a platform for you to share all that awesomeness with the rest of the world oh thank you i am so happy and honored to be able to share all of the things i've learned from you (laughs) oh Now we're just a small, no, I love you more. I love you more. All right, we're done All with right, this podcast. Done. All right, have a great day. We love you guys. We'll catch you on the flip side. See you later. Bye.